Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, Dave Neal here, stand-up comic host of Bachelor Nation News. It is Monday, December 12th, 2022, and this is another episode of Bachelor Rush Hour. Oh, shoot. That's right, folks. We are 13 days left until Christmas hits us. It does not feel like Christmas season over here in Southern California, although it is a little chilly, but hard to know the seasons in a Mediterranean climate. Let me know how you guys are doing. I saw it was snowing over there in England. They're not just driving on the wrong side of the road. They're fishtailing all over the place. You see that? All right, folks. Oh, we had a fantastic weekend. My wife and I did some ice skating in downtown L.A. You're going to see that vlog out on her channel, Tasha Courtney. We also released our Winter Wonderland vlog from Revolve. They actually had snow, fake snow, but everything else in L.A. is fake. Nothing like fake snow on your Botox foreheads. <laughs> right, guys? Oh, boy. The amount of money we'll spend to try to be normal humans. We should just move back to our hometowns, you know? Anyway, we got a three clips for you guys today. Uh, an Aaron Clancy update. That'll be the third one. And uh, what else do we have? We got a couple things that you might enjoy here. Kendall, you know, remember Kendall from, uh, she was on Fear Factor with her twin sister, and she also dated grocery store Joe. Uh, she refused to move to Chicago for Joe. Didn't want to leave her family, but now she's moving to Germany for her fiance. So clearly it wasn't Chicago. It was Joe. <laughs> that was the problem. So we'll have that video clip. And then also, I forgot what the first one is. Either way, we're going to get into it right now. Ladies and gentlemen, enjoy Bachelor Rush Hour! Would Bachelor Nation's Nick be up for a TV wedding with girlfriend Natalie Joy one day? Let's see what he has to say. I'm sure it's riveting. Natalie have been together for... Two years. Yeah, a little over two God, years. Yeah. That is an accomplishment. Congratulations. Thank you, yeah. yeah. She slid into your DM. She did, yeah. So what is it about you? What makes you so unreal? Okay, first of all, her microphone's off. His is on. Terror, and this is entertainment news. You know, when I got when I got into the pandemic, I had auditioned for uh, a TV show on E News, and I got to tell you, <laughs> these companies are just dying. <laughs> Put the microphone on. If you are interested in someone, and you like someone. Good audio. You don't have to be that creative. You know. <laughs> you just have to be bold with your words. Apparently, you just have to like their face and be bold. Yeah. So, what made her special? What set her apart? Like, how were you like? All right, I'm gonna move forward with you. Well, one, she was always very confident in what she wanted, which I found to be incredibly attractive and sexy. She never asked me what I wanted. She wasn't very concerned about what I wanted in the relationship. I mean, she was, but not before she communicated what she wanted. And so instead of being like, well, what are we? Yeah. What do you think? She was like, I think we should date. Here's why. I'm not really interested in what you have to say. You can respond to after I tell you what I want. And, I, and again, that made me very confident in, in her and what she knew what she wanted. She was willing to stand up, set her boundaries, her expectations. That was one, but she's a delight to be around. Everyone loves her. She, uh, people love her. They put up with me. She's a lot of fun. She's smart, intelligent. She makes it easy to be around. But in terms of us going from kind of the dating to being in a relationship, she, her patience and, and her confidence was a big reason why. All right, did we get an answer there? Did we get any answer whatsoever? I'm not really sure. Uh, either way, uh, they've made an article about it as well. Bachelor alum Nick teases future engagement to girlfriend Natalie Joy. Um, didn't get much there either. He said, we talk about it a lot. 
And again, this was back in August, but the the other interview was over the week. Maybe maybe it took them a few months to put together the audio because it was uh, someone didn't do their job on set. Oh uh, yeah, just turn it on; it'll be fine. How many people does it take at E News to get good audio? Seven at least. We've been together for two years. We live together. I think we're both excited about the future, and we'll just see when the next steps happen. Yeah, I mean, look, if you have um, the old "Who's going to get engaged next?" Uh, bingo. Um, Nick's of that age. Natalie's younger, but uh, they're at the age where they've dated a few years. Maybe they have. Maybe they, you know, they live together. You know, you know, it's it's twenty twenty two, almost twenty twenty three. We just live in this world where we do everything backwards, right? We live together first. We uh, bump Harrison's first, and hey, I don't blame them. You know, look, our parents and other generations didn't exactly knock it out of the park with marriages, right? People got married young. They weren't happy. And I'm, I'll get a comment. I got married at 10 and I've been married for 30 years. Look, okay, Susan, we're all different, right? But, you know, it's uh, when people look, think of marriage, they just think of unhappy people. It doesn't have to be that way. I just got married myself. It doesn't have to be that way. But, of course, um, you know, there's um, not exactly the best track record out there. And, of course, Nick's been engaged before. He's done the bachelor rounds. Um, anyway. Uh, former lead Tasha talks about whether she's in a relationship. Oh, this has to be interesting. Um, and yes, I am currently single. I'm enjoying my life. My biggest priority. Oh, um, and yes, I am currently single. I'm enjoying my life. My biggest priority. Truthfully, I've said it before. I know people don't believe me, but it was really just working on me. It's been two years since we saw you. Tasha needed to work on her so badly. She got government assistance to work you on, on our TV screens regularly. Um, what would you say your biggest lesson or takeaway has been in the last two years since you were the back? Gonna work on me, yeah, PPP. My biggest lesson. Mm. <sighs> By the way, where is she? Re- is she recording from uh, the Queen's Palace? What is this silver urn in the background? <laughs> what is that in a conch shell? It's just to remain true to me, mm-hmm. and I feel like I did that. Um, but I'm really proud of that, and. I feel like some people have got to get caught up in the mix of everything. And um, I think the best way, the best practice is just to be you. And I think with that, all of these things have come. And it just kind of finds you like when you're true to yourself. So I think that's my biggest lesson is just to continue to remain grounded and um, be very thankful for everything. Mm-hmm. You've been having some fun on TikTok lately, making some funny <laughs> videos about dating and stuff like that. Um, Tisha, are you single? I saw something about you and a chef at one point. <laughs> you know, y'all are funny. You guys really want to, me to be in a couple of relationships. I know that. I, at one point, I think I had five boyfriends. No, Tisha, I say be single. Get out there and hook up with every, I mean, you know, consensually and be safe and do whatever you got to do. But I say date a chef. Yeah, it, it should be like dating should be like a job fair. You date a chef. You date a guy who an HVAC technician. They're good with their hands. You, uh, he'll tell you if you got the coolant you need. You know, date a pilot. You know, travel the world. Do, date them all. No comedians. Stay away from those. And I don't even know their names. So Fireman. it's very fun um, playing with people on TikTok. But um, and yes, I am currently single. I'm enjoying my life. My biggest priority. Oh, boy, she, she needs to wash the jacket. Did you see she just touched the New York City? And pole. I even, you never want to touch a New York City pole. I'll tell you a lot. I'll, I'll tell you why. Names, so it's very fun um, playing with people on TikTok. Right but um, and yes, I am currently single. Oh, your my, jacket just got COVID. Life, my biggest priority, truthfully, I've said it before. I know people don't believe me, but it was really just working on me um, and just kind of like finding my own in New York City. But 
also focusing on the things that like really make me happy, which is like my philanthropy efforts and um, philanthropy efforts. There you go. Maybe Tasha's going to be joining to our mom of the day. I really love the fashion industry as well and fitness and my mental health. So that's been the main priority. Your friend Austin Kroll helped stir the pot for you a little bit too. Um, how did you become friends with Austin, first of all? And Okay, Austin's the guy we just said from Southern Charm. There was a video a few days ago about Austin saying they were dating, they were in love, and we made a video. And anyway, we knew it wasn't true, but you know, we were light on content. Dave, you're telling me when you're light on content, you make videos even if you don't have a heart and soul attached to it? Yeah, that's exactly what I do. I like talking to you guys. Sometimes we need a catalyst. Sometimes it's Tasha. You watch Southern Charm? Are you into the the, the Bravo is- part? So Austin and I actually met originally on Watch What Happens Live with Andy Cohen, and we were on the show together. So that's when I met him. I had never seen Southern Charm actually previously. And we kind of just have a, a couple of mutual friends here in the city. And he, every time he is here, I happen to run into the man, <laughs> um, but he's awesome. Yeah. So I don't, I can't say that we're fully in love like he has played, but... <laughs> You know, love you, Austin. No. Um, would you ever date another reality star like that? Would you go there with Austin? For you, what would it take to make a relationship public because you know what it's like to be on all sides of that? I think, um, I don't know, never say never, obviously. But <sighs> I don't know where to go with this one. Um, <laughs> yes or no? We'll see what happens. Sure. So we'll just leave it there. We'll see what happens. Never say never. With Austin or with like, anyone? It's difficult having a, a public relationship. I think that's one thing that it's another lesson I've learned is I really want to protect that in the future um, and kind of maybe keep it quiet and under wraps for a minute and then maybe let the people in on the... Didn't, didn't Victoria Fuller say that? Uh, she said, I'm not going to have a relationship. She said, you'll know about my relationship when we're engaged. And um, and then Rome happened. On the news after a little while. Just people are private investigators. I don't even know how they figure out half the things they yeah, do. Tasha, people are bored. They're sitting at their jobs. They're watching my channel. And why are they watching it? I don't know. They just enjoy my random good audio on the Sure SM7B microphone. The point is, is yeah, you live in the world where people are going to be invested. And, you know, it's one of those things when you're at the high celebrity level that you're at right now. Maybe it's overwhelming, but a day will come where people won't care which chef you might be. Uh, I don't know, uh, uh, you know, uh, 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 <laughs> chopping some veggies with. <laughs> Jeez, I don't know. The point is, yeah. I don't know. I don't even know if Tasha's in the news. Like, she didn't even get, you know, I, I chose Nick Vile to make the feature story of this video. No offense to Tasha. It's just things come and go. You know, when Tasha and Zach were breaking up, it was hot tamales. It was a big story. Right now, until something big happens with Tasha, you know, she's a B, she's a, you know, the B story. No, but, yeah. No, it's, it's scary. It's and people her. are going to ask you. <laughs> I have to ask you. It looks fun. It's exciting. And I get it. You know, you followed a lot of my love journey like the last like three, four years. So I understand. It's all exciting. But at the same time, like, I kind of want to have a normal relationship to some extent. So. Yeah. yeah. And I mean, you, you and Zach even were very like conscious, I feel like, of not saying anything really about your breakup or good and just always nice True. things about each other. Was that such a conscious decision you made? And are you happy you guys kind of stuck with that? Yes. I mean, if anything, like him and I both know the truth and where we stand. And I've actually never said anything in the media about our relationship, except for we're no longer together. And 
I know people might think otherwise, but that's literally the only statement we've ever given out. So um, I think that's just like something about like maturity and how we decided to proceed. And yeah, at the end of the day, no one else needs to know anything else. At the end of the day, no one else needs to know. At the end of the day, it is what it is. What's that? A Tasha uh, interview along with a Nick Vile one? Boy, are we scraping the barrel today. You know, whenever we don't have news, we're sure to count on a former lead to give us a little something, something. All right, speaking of something, something, let's cross the great pond of Atlantic and head over to Germany and see what Kendall is up to. All right, so here's Kendall. She posted, going to miss these sunsets. Uh, you know what you're not going to miss? Healthcare. You're going to Germany. You're going to actually have healthcare now. So here's the podcast. Let's just play a couple clips here about her journey. Obviously, you've been on this podcast before. We've talked about dating. We've talked about relationships. But you have not been on this podcast since you started dating Mitch. Uh, and you guys just no. announced... That you are moving to Germany? We are. We're moving to Stuttgart, Germany. Stuttgart. I mean, tell Stuttgart. us. Why? why? Um, because so when Mitch and I started dating, um, he's like, oh, it's a bummer that I met you because I was supposed to travel abroad and then pandemic hit. And um, he's going to plan to travel abroad for his job. And then I was just like, well, you should still do that. And I'll go with you. And I never really thought anything of it. And then he um, got a job offer. He does aerospace <laughs> engineering. So there's, uh, they have a base there. So he's going to be working there. He has like a two-year contract. So mm. he kind of just called my bluff. And yeah, so why not Why not travel abroad? I've always wanted to live somewhere for a few years. So Is he, he's not German. He's American, I'm assuming. But he looks like he's got some like Northern European <laughs> roots. Yeah, he's um he's Italian. <laughs> Italian. I don't know. Okay, so maybe can, can you imagine if you told someone, "Hey, you look like you've got northern European roots." <laughs> that doesn't I don't know if that sounds like a compliment. Your your roots come from the north, not not southern European. Now he's Italian there. Very nice. So they just got engaged. We haven't even covered this story because it happened during the Great Grippo Victoria Fuller nonsense. So we haven't covered it, but here's what Kendall posted. We're engaged. It's always been a heck yes with you, Mitch. I love your brain, I love your family. I pretty much just love every single thing about you so incredibly over the moon that we get to start our epic adventure together in a new country i've heard love explained to me by my parents and was scared i would never experience something so wonderful but with you love is so much better than i could have ever imagined it to be i feel so lucky and i can't wait to officially be a sagely did i pronounce that right kendall sagely kendall long now of course kendall was on last year's season of bachelor in paradise which i don't know what did that film 15 16 17 months ago 18 months ago of course uh she was still i don't know tying up loose ends if you will with grocery store joe who is now officially married to serena pitt uh but of course a good reminder that um sometimes love is just around the corner so i believe she started this relationship uh, relatively soon thereafter uh but anyway let's go back to the uh back to the story be more central european that's pretty sweet though germany i've always wanted to live abroad too now you're out you're living my dream so i'm pretty jealous of you yeah well, i mean germany is just, it's such a transient city like stuttgart yeah. so there's so many different people that come in and out from all over the world you should definitely right. do it i mean you could take I, it, it was oh, i was gonna say you could take a train probably like three hours in any direction and end up somewhere completely new yeah, that's that's why Stuttgart is so cool because France is I think a two hours away and then it's just like right in the middle. So there's like mm. so many other areas we can travel mm -hmm. to while we're there. So 
we definitely want to get the get the travel bug out before we settle down. Man, I tell you what, we tried to go to Munich and um, tr- do some Christmas markets this year for Vlogmas, which, by the way, we have a new vlog up on the YouTube channel right now. But boy, the prices to travel to Europe during the Christmas season. Holy hell. If we know any pilots out there or anyone with that can get us two passes to Europe, let me know. Otherwise, I don't think it's happening. So. That, that's awesome. Congratulations. I got to know, yeah. though, how did he break the news to you? Because it's a pretty big thing to ask. And how long have you guys been together? Like a year now? Yeah, so we've been together for around a year. Um, yeah. It was always something that we planned together. So whenever he had sort of like other opportunities in different places that we would talk about and... Um, he was just like, oh, does this place sound good? Does this place sound good? There was a time we might have moved to Hawaii for a bit. Um, but we would just talk about, like, as things came up, we would talk about it together. So it wasn't like all of a sudden, like, hey, by the way, I'm moving to Germany. Um, it was something that we kind of prepared, you know. Nice. You know, in side news, we had Katie Moe here, if you remember Katie Morton. She moved to London for her boyfriend, of course, I was very lucky enough to meet them a couple months ago. He's a cool guy. I met her on the street. Uh, I don't think he was familiar with maybe the Bachelor world. And he was, uh, I believe, a professional soccer player. But here's a reel I just saw that they posted a few hours ago. First snow day in London. And, of course, we went to uh, Noops for hot chocolate. I wish I had a video of our snowball fight this morning. But that'll just have to live on in my memory. Yeah, I've seen a lot of uh, social media posting about the snow that's hit happening in London right now. So, oh, can you imagine? that just a nice snowy day in london you get a hot chocolate looks perfect to me i mean i want to travel i I do i got the bug baby i'll go to europe right now if the prices were right they're not um anyway back to the article or podcast i should say well that's good i think that's a that's a sign of a healthy relationship when you guys make big decisions together right Uh, communication right who would have thought you know and how is it going to be though because your sister lives in los angeles too and i know you guys are really close how is it going to be moving away from her? It's going to be really difficult. Yeah, that's the one thing that's um, I, I feel is going to be really hard, just not being close to friends and family. Um, but they're planning on visiting me and I'm holding them to it. And it's for two years, so it's not forever. Yeah. And our families are really close together. So, um, yeah, I think you can do anything for two years. Yeah, it's definitely it's like. If it was a year, you probably would like just be settling in around the one year mark. And so now with two years, you'll be like fully engulfed in the German, I don't know, scene, it seems like. So that's a pretty good amount of time, too, I think. Yeah, that's the hope. I'm, I'm learning German <laughs> currently. I'm trying to learn German. So what do you know how to say, say sausage in German? Sausage? Yes. Is it like, what is sausage? Isn't it? A, I don't know. Do you know how to say sausage? <laughs> well, since, you have a so- since you have a sausage dog. I hate to bring this up. Uh, I can't even read what's on the screen right now, but Kendall Long and her sister were on Fear Factor together. And um, it was one of the reasons I believe that Fear Factor was kicked off the air because of what they had to drink that was related to donkeys. If you're listening on Bachelor Rush Hour and can't see the video, I'm not saying it, but let's just say they had to drink uh, some uh, some love potion. Uh, number nine. Okay. Anyway, that's a true story. Dog, I looked it up. It's Wurstchen. Wurstchen? Wurstchen. I don't know. Wurstchen. Wurstchen. All right, Wurstchen. Dean. Come on, Dean. But since you're bringing a sausage dog with you to Germany, I need to I figured, know how to say that. I figured you should know how to say it. I know that dog is hound. It's like hund. That's ah. dog. German's um, tricky, man. It's pretty guttural. It's like, I don't know. It's, all it's right, fun. so she's moving to Germany. Let's look at some of her Instagram reels. Kendall has great Instagram content. Oh, excuse me right here. I went to the wrong page. 
back on Katie. She's got great Instagram content because as we always say, the key to success on the internet is to have a combination of information and entertainment. And boy, does she have entertainment and information. Here's uh, her attending Krampus Festival. She said, first time at the Krampus Fest in Munich in German folklore, the Krampus is a sort of Christmas demon that kidnaps naughty children and brings them back to his lair where he tortures and eats them. Is this why Germans are so angry? Uh, I'm just kidding. The best part is he isn't the enemy of Santa. They are considered partners and they travel together. So Santa knows exactly what your fate is when he sends you to the naughty list. So beware. Does anyone have any kids? I feel like Krampus might be a good motivational tool, you know? Uh, You better make your bed or Krampus is going to torture and eat you. So there he is. Krampus. This is horrifying. Oh my gosh. I'm all about it though. Look, yeah, if my kid's not listening to me, I'm pu- I'm bringing in Krampus. I'm going to go on TaskRabbit and hire some Krampus for 50 bucks to come and just, you know, put those horns on and scare the ever-living. Boy, this is why we need therapy, because our moms and dads uh, invented Krampus to keep us in line. All right, so there they are. And um, let's see, some uh, some more German news from, uh, from Kendall over here. Let's see what she has to say. If you speak English, you already speak a little bit of German. Let's Boy. talk about it, shall we? I just moved to Germany, and a lot of people told me that German is a really difficult language to learn. And I agree, because I'm currently trying to learn German. But did you know that the English language actually has a lot of Germanic words in it? Angst is a German word we use to describe feeling anxiety, but its direct translation is fear. If someone looks like you but isn't related to you, they're said to be your doppelganger. In German, this word means double goer. Kindergarten is another German word that translates to child garden. If you liked this video, let me know so I can teach you more. And beer garden is a German word for places I'll go when I was single to try to get laid. Okay, folks. <laughs> beer gardens are good for that, no? All right. What else do we have here? I think we got one more German-related video. But hey, this is uh, this is all hot. This is how you live the life worth living, you know? She uh, goes to, um, you know, and follows her man. Do we have another German? Here's a German supermarket. So Currently living in a hotel in Germany, so decided to make dinner with just a microwave because that's all we got. German supermarkets have a lot of delicious traditional things to try, like Spätzler and Gemknudel. We picked up some of these jam-filled ones, and a lot of sausages. Germans love their sausage, and it's delicious. Ooh, so look at that. On- Is that blood sausage? I don't do the blood. I'm not a blood sausage guy. You know, I'll try some unique things, but that, that ain't for me. Honestly, who can blame them? They have small sausages, big sausages, Whoa. sausages, sausages. And you guessed it, more More sausages. sausages. I've honestly never seen more options for sausage in my entire life. It's almost like Bachelor in Paradise here. Including currywurst, which is pork sausage with curry ketchup, and something called wiener art. We picked up a few things to try, like this delicious curry, and headed back to our hotel. One thing about German markets is that you have to bring your own bag, or you're carrying your groceries home. Luckily, we didn't get much, but it was dang chilly outside, and my fingers were freezing. All right, dang chili over there in Stuttgart. All right, very interesting stuff. I mean, yeah, isn't that great? All the little things that like you would take for granted, like what's in a supermarket. There's nothing cooler than going to a new country and experiencing some, uh, some you know, some culture that exists out there. I've always said this. You know, one of the things that's unique about the United States it's it's how it's how we kind of exist in the middle of nowhere. We surrounded by the Atlantic, the Pacific. Sure, we have Mexico and Canada, our neighbors right there, but we're very isolated. But we don't rub elbows with too many different cultures unless. 
you live in a big city. But um, I really think if we traveled more and had programs to help the people travel more to South America, to Europe, and all, all different places, that we would have way more empathy for people that might look or sound different than us. I don't know. Just my thought. Um, well, Donka Shane, Kendall, Donka Shane for all that content. Donka Shane, darling, Donka Shane. Thank you for all that bachelor pain. All right, folks, sip your tea, get your hot cider ready. Here is your third and probably final update on the Aaron Clancy scenario, as reported by Reality Steve. <clears throat> Reality Steve shared images of the other women in his story, as and then, of course, he interviewed uh, uh, Lady B, uh, uh, Beth, as he's calling her, the secondary lady that uh, that uh, Aaron was with. He went back with the first one, but now a third lady, who I'm going to play in Reality Steve's podcast, reached out to Reality Steve and said she lived with him for three years. So, look, I mean, relationships don't work until they do, and a lot of times they don't end well, especially if communication is poor, or, you know, we always say, hurt people hurt people. So, maybe there's a void he's trying to fill. We don't know. Most people figure this out in their 20s, 30s. Some people don't. You know, I always say this, you keep getting the same issues um, with different scenarios unless you change the underlying sort of um, you know problem as it exists, which I don't know what it is. Or if there is one, uh, maybe we're just looking too far into this. So anyway, we shared this, the uh, text messages that were swapped by his exes here. So Reality Steve has all of their text messages. I'll read them in a second. So he calls them A and B, Amy and Beth. Those are their pseudonyms. Beth reached out to Reality Steve after he ran his story last week. He had a FaceTime conversation with her yesterday. She started seeing Aaron in September of last year, right when last season of Paradise was airing. They dated through September through around November when they broke it off. January of this year, they rekindled and started dating again, but this time more serious. Okay, so and of course, <clears throat> he says that relationship ended at a certain time. She disagrees. And then, of course, the ladies went back and forth with each other to share notes. In Aaron's defense, which we've already covered, he has said, look, I showed the lady all of the text messages, Lady A, um, woman A, girl A, whatever you want to call it, disgruntled female A, I don't know. He said, I shared all the text messages with her, and she seemed to be okay with it. And so maybe some of these were cherry-picked or taken out of context. Well, here's what Reality Steve has to say regarding the fallout from his interview with uh, Lady B this past Friday. And oh, by the way... Since Friday's podcast, yes, another one has come forward, but this person has moved on with their life. They're not coming on the podcast. I'm not even going to bring it up in a story, but I will say that this person lived with Aaron for three years and you know why she contacted me? Because she wanted to get in touch with Beth. Can you imagine? And then he wouldn't do the dishes. She lived with him for three years. He barely put the seat down. He was getting pubes all over the place. And um, and he didn't pluck his eyebrows. This guy, toenails. Uh, well, he, he would eat peanut butter with a spoon and not wash the spoon out. I'm just listing things that I've had my lady complain to me about. His toenails were too sharp. Um, it got drafty. He preferred the thermostat at 68 degrees because he ran hot. And his self-tanner ruined our white towels. So they can swap stories they've spoken and they've swapped stories and everything that she heard on the podcast with beth on friday she told me sounded all too familiar she lived with the guy for three years this was 2015 to 2019 i believe when the wi-fi went out he wouldn't reset the router he would just do a hotspot from his phone i mean this guy is the worst it was 2016 to 2020 either way um so her and Beth have now been in contact 
and talking about things. And he also would eat all those like uh, Hershey's Kisses, but he would leave all the tinfoil wrappings in his pocket. So when we did laundry, they would go everywhere. But she's not going to come on. Like I said, this is this is over. What I'm just saying is yet more coming forward to talk about the guy's behavior. He wanted the TV at a 22 volume. I preferred it at a 16 volume. I tried to negotiate to get it at a 19, but he wouldn't go below a 21. And he should just quit while he's behind and just... He liked to watch it with the subtitles on in Portuguese because he used to bang a chick from the Azores. Not say a word anymore because there's no point. And... He's lucky he's even gotten off with just this because the woman who lived with him for three years could ruin him. He would only have sex in front of a mirror. So let's just leave it at that. Um, I appreciate you all who listened and who who uh, commented and gave your thoughts and appreciated Beth. Not only how Beth was so forthright in her story but how she treated Genevieve and the fact that she was looking out for her. He couldn't come unless he was listening to the new album from Taylor Swift. Okay, so anyway, they're, the, the, women, uh, the women are uh, enjoying their conversations about uh, how they were wronged by a man who maybe, hey, maybe don't go for guys that are over six foot two. Maybe that's the problem. Maybe you need a nice five foot 11 guy out there who knows his place in society. I don't know, folks. I don't know. But um, we went through some TikToks. Here's a funny one. This has nothing to do with Aaron's uh, behavior. This is when Katie called him the wrong name. Remember this? Easier for you to fall in love with, with whoever you did. And I don't know how it ended, but um, I'm always going to be in your corner. Thank you. Thanks, Thomas. <laughs> <laughs> she goes, thanks, Thomas. And then everyone's laughing. Hey, honest mistake. You have 30 boyfriends. She called Thomas Aaron. Whatever. No big deal. All right. And here's Genevieve and Aaron uniquely discussing their relationship and breakup. Like I said, I saw a side of him I never thought. Like, I've met him a few times and I didn't see that. He has a sensitive, like, affectionate side and I really like that. Um, so for, for a while, for like maybe a week, I actually really was like, this could be my person. And then when, when, like, the fighting started and how he spoke to me, I, um, I just slowly started, like, drawing back and my feelings just were hurt and, um, yeah, it didn't end the way that I wanted it to. Genevieve and I, you know, we had a lot of ups and downs, obviously, you know, as you guys can see on screen, uh, the ups were really up, the downs were pretty down. Um, at the end of the day, you know, I, I try to do the relationship justice by, um, really trying as long as I could, you know, as the length of paradise, you know, from, from my first day to really the end, um, to make, to make it, you know, to make myself confident that we could, uh, have a successful relationship after. And at the end of the day, our communication really never changed. And I'm at the end of the day, there was two women back home and look, what am I going to share my Netflix password with three different women? Are you kidding me? They're going to know they're going to flag me. All right. And here's uh, a final, you know, we always like I to learn. We therapist. always like to learn something here on the channel. Make uh, marriage work. Is that her name? Yeah. Make marriage work on TikTok. posted the conflict cycle map. So this might be good. You know, we can, we can always learn something from watching uh, arguments happen on TV. And I'm going to break down the conflicts that happened between Aaron and Genevieve on bachelor in paradise this week because it was intense. All right. This is a conflict cycle map. It's what we are going to use to track their conflict cycle. And I'm going to get out of the way so you can screenshot it. And okay, here's what the conflict cycle map says for those listening on the podcast bachelor rush hour, uh, which we release every afternoon. Uh, number one, a raw spot or insecurity is hit. 
Uh, number two, which of course bring new people to the beach, you know, going on different dates. Of course, that's going to happen. All right, number two, our body responds with panic and alarm. I always call that a limbic system flare. Number three, our mind begins to sort through negative possibilities. That's like ruminating, expecting the worst. And then two things happen. For a, we move away from our partner and shut down, which I think is kind of like a counterdependency. Or for B, we move aggressively towards our partner and attack. Very interesting. Um, and I guess you could probably do both. You could probably move away and then attack. Pull it out next time you have an argument with your partner and track your own conflict cycle. Now let's walk through it. Number one, a raw spot or insecurity is hit. Genevieve was the first one to get hurt. She felt like Aaron was prioritizing other people over the relationship and that was painful to her. When this really started escalating though, was when Genevieve's hurt triggered Aaron's insecurity. So he felt very attacked and like he was doing something really wrong and he got very triggered. That brings us to step two, which is our body responds with alarm and panic. And you can see this in their facial expressions really clearly. Aaron's alarm and panic looked a little more sneering, a little more angry, he got louder. Genevieve's alarm and panic looked a little more confused, kind of glazed over, and she started kind of shutting down. On to step three, our mind begins to sort through negative possibilities. So we can't read their minds, but they do give us hints as to what the negative thoughts are going on in their mind. Aaron shares things like, this feels horrible, it makes me feel like I'm failing, I feel like I can't do anything right, you're always criticizing me, you're always telling me I'm not good enough, all of that starts flooding in for him. Genevieve's negative thoughts are more like, I have feelings, you don't care about my feelings, you don't understand me, this isn't working. A lot of panic, negative thoughts there. So step four is we either move away from our partner and shut down, that's Genevieve, or <laughs> move aggressively towards our partner and attack Aaron. All right, so there it is, folks. And by the way, I really love how the way this is broken down by at Make Marriage Work on TikTok. And by the way, she's got very, very trustworthy eyebrows here. So you know she knows what she's talking about. A very Northern European, and that's a callback. She doesn't, I don't, I'm not going to pretend to know where she's from. Uh, well, that's my expertise. Yeah, she's got 23% Irish. Either way, uh, good work there by Make Marriage Work. Yeah, uh, this TikTok account should for sure continue to follow Bachelor content. What a great way to discuss um, our own issues with uh, therapy and uh, by using Bachelor as sort of a um, talking point. Well, we made it to the end of this barrel scraping day, and I've been barrel scraping Dave. Uh, not much going on in the Bachelor world, but as I always say, when the waters get quiet and the birds stop chirping, we know that there is destruction around the corner. Now, we don't want any. We don't want any destruction uh, per se, but metaphorically speaking, you know, we got Christmas uh, presents to buy. So let's get uh, let's get a big story here. What do you say? I'm, I'm guessing it's been it's been three or four days of. Of really no no content, so I'm guessing we're gonna have something big around the corner. Maybe a pre-Christmas breakup. You know, you don't want to have to go to your in-laws or whatever for Christmas. So you're like, you know what? Let's just burn the whole thing down, right? Maybe uh, someone someone's gonna flip the proverbial Christmas tree. We'll have to see how it all plays out. I hope you guys are having a perfect harmony as you celebrate uh, the holiday season, however you see fit. I hope you're not too lonely, and I hope everyone is out there sharing love and merry, as we try to do. We try to share merry. 
Um, but I've got a video already in the works for you tomorrow morning. A nice TikToker calls out a potential Bachelor cast member for going on the interviews for Bachelor in Paradise while still in a relationship. So that'll be fun. We'll have that first thing in the morning. Don't forget, patreon.com slash Dave Neal is a way you can support the channel. If you enjoyed this free podcast, we always appreciate your Venmo donations and patreon.com slash Dave Neal. Don't forget the best way to support us is to share us with all of your friends on your different Bachelor uh, social groups or wherever it is that you have those. Uh, link in the podcast here, linktree.com slash Dave Neal. If you want to sign up for um, the uh, free newsletter or all of the other ways you can stay in touch with us, the Vlogmas videos, much supported. Rate it, review it, follow it, subscribe it. We'll talk to you tomorrow. I'm Dave Neal. This was Bachelor Rush Hour. They said, say Nick, what you got up in that bag, yeah. I got racks, racks in my sack, hurt my back, yeah. They said, say Nick, what you got up in that bag, yeah. I got racks, racks in my sack, hurt my back, yeah. They said, say Nick, what you got up in that bag, yeah. I got racks, racks in my sack, hurt my back, yeah. They said, say Nick, what you got up in that bag. I got racks, racks in my sack, hurt my back. Merry Christmas, everybody.